I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna start, right start it right now, man. Let me get this shit going. Uh, let me just start say, it. Up. You still just say, are you still on the East Coast? I'll take it from there. All right. Oh, long. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last. What up? What up? The real coach JB. Another slapdick podcast coming at you. Hey, I uh, got Brandon Lang on the show right out the gate today. Um, quote of the day. Today is the perfect day to perfect tomorrow. Brandon, what's going on, man? You, you with us? Get myself in that new stadium. I got to tie up some loose ends here, and uh, I'll finish up here October 12th. And I'm going to head down to Philadelphia with one of my whales and, and play. Uh, Pine Valley, number number two in the in the world, and and Philly Cricket, another good track. And I got I got to pop down to Louisville though. Um, got some got some business down there. If you if you if you're your podcast listeners right now, Google Brandon Lang's wife. Um, she she porn star hot bro. She's Filipino. She she porn star hot. Porn I star mean, hot. For me, you know, for me being you know I'm 57. She's 47. She looks 27. She does yoga every day. Body fat two percent. I mean, listen. I got a little bald spot in in the top of my head. It, it ain't like no real big prevalent one like some of these cats you see. Now I got, I mean, I got hair there. It ain't LeBron, but, you know. I, nah, man. But when I go down on my wife, I can't have her seeing her reflection. I just can't. I can't. I, I can't do it. I, I just, you know. So I got a little doctor down there. He gonna tighten it up a little bit. So we we cover that up. So you know, when I head down there, she, you know, she she she, she cool with that. So, now, did you, you know, get, did get you get her some manscape? Say that again. Did you get her the manscaped? What the hell is that? My manscaped dog. You know. Oh, 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 oh! I, all you gotta do is send me some. You I know. Mean, do you use it? Do you use it? Or are you just natural down there? Or or, or is she natural? You want to? You, you want some manscaped dog? I send you some manscaped dog. You guys want to freshen up down there? Listen, you send me some manscape. I'll, 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 you know, doing your slapstick podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll use whatever you send me. Yeah. All right, good I'll deal. use it. At least, I'll, I'll use it at least once. All right. You know, all right. It's a little, it's a little shaver. You know, don't, it don't, it don't cut the the the, 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 the man part. So you know, you'll be all yeah, right. Yeah, listen, I'm just excited to to, to get back to Vegas because I don't know if you've ever been to Vegas. You know, but, <laughs> but in, for anybody out there listening to your podcast right now. You'll always remember the first time you went to Vegas. Oh yeah! And I think with the I think with the way the world is today, we need a little humor to start the slapstick podcast today. So I'll I'll give you all a little bit of humor. So my first time I ever went to Vegas, I was 18 years old, and, and I got my hotel room, and there was 1,274 pages of escort services in the yellow pages. Now my buddy went the week before and said, "Make sure you go to the page where the girl has a number underneath her picture, because if you do the girl in the picture." They do a bait and switch. You never get that girl. The perfect there was page 77. So I picked up the phone. I said, listen, give me number 21, the blonde, number 31, the Asian, number 41, the black girl. Now, when they get here, I just want them on all fours. I'm going to lick their ass for now. Then I want that blonde to slip underneath that Asian. I want that black girl with an 8-inch, preferably a 12-inch purple strap-on. But I need the silver vibrating motor balls. When I get in the pile, I got something vibrating on my cock. 
lady goes, Mr. Lang, you having a good time? I said, I'm about to. She said, you got a down nine for that outside number. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Hey, I get an amen from the amen. congregation. Amen. Dog. I, <laughs> God damn. I mean, that's that's. I was gonna tell you mine, and uh, and I was gonna almost bet you another bottle of wine. Who had the better story? I gotta give you applause for that. You gotta get applause. Thank you. You gotta get applause. Uh, Thank you. What was the what was the what was the bet last? Oh, you like the Saints on Monday night, right? No, I, I beat your ass last week. Come on, it's all right. I don't know. Who was it? Seattle. Was Seattle. It? Seattle, New England. Oh, don't even go there, Biatch. Seattle, New England. You know, hey, I, I ain't no better. I don't, I don't, hey, I don't rub it in no one's face, man. You know what I mean? I just know football. You know, I'm not going to ever, I, I won't beat you in the, in, 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 nine out of ten, you'll beat me. But the one time, man, I, I got to get that. It's like the miracle, man, when we beat Russia in hockey. It's, it's fucking one time. I, that's all I needed was that one time. Man, I hope you played a lot on Monday. Worst fucking play call in the history of mankind. That Josh McDaniel is an overrated piece of shit. Hey, that, man, you know that game shouldn't even have been close. Seattle dominated man, the game. It should have been a 14-point game. If I would have saw that man the next day, I would have bitch slapped him upside one down the other. <laughs> a little bitch. Anyway, but listen, BrandonLang.com. We had the yep. Dolphins last night. We're 9-2. Uh, we're and two. On the website with best bets and uh, just a four and zero in college, five and two in the NFL, and like I said, the two games I lost was that 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 New England game on Sunday night, and then Gaskowski on Monday night missing three field goals and extra points. So I'm a couple plays away from being eleven and zero. Can't can't be disappointed in that. But but it's a it's a production based business. Guys are like hey, B Lang, that's great. I'm, I'm happy you're nine and two. But bitch, what you got for me this weekend? So no it's uh, it's time to get back to it and, and hopefully uh, have another big weekend. So before we get into the picks, let me ask you, what's your thoughts on uh, – I got two things I want to ask you. What's your thoughts on uh, the injuries? 36 season-ending injuries last weekend. Um, I have my own thoughts. I came out in the podcast and said why as a former player and playing in the NFL at that level and knowing uh, how it operates. I have my own I think, which is facts, but anyway, I'll say it's opinions. What, what's your What's your thoughts on this deal? But being a better, does it fuck with you? And then what What do you actually think is the reason? No, I've I've said this for years, and I've been doing this for thirty years. And you played you played sports, so you get it. Yep, I'm amazed that there isn't more injuries you. <laughs> on the football field. Than there are that that's number one. So seeing guys hurt. Here's my take: with the NFL being the big business that it is, guys stay in tip top shape year round. Mm-hmm. And so what this COVID did mm-hmm. is it negated guys' ability to get in the gym and stay on their program. Because when you play at the NFL level, your life is so structured and so routine that your body becomes a machine Mm -hmm. from a muscle standpoint, from an in shape standpoint, you stay in shape year round. So when these big linemen and these, everybody comes to training camp off of OTAs. See what happens with OTAs is you get into OTAs 
And now your team can see you, touch you, feel you, and see where you're at and put their foot in your ass and say, okay, you better not come to training camp with this because you come with this. So everybody comes to training camp ready to go, and then everybody's in tip-top shape. What COVID did is it negated that. So guys came to training camp out of shape, and then they had in training camp to get in as good a shape as they could get in. And then, boom, once the season started with zero preseason games, they're getting banged up. Hey, you're uh, you're right on, man. I mean, you're pretty much right on what, what I said. Uh, OTAs and spring football for college, OTAs for pros. I mean, it's really spring football for pros, too. It's year-round, like you say. Uh, it's just, you know, if you look at the position-specific injuries, they're all position-specific training injuries. Wide receiver yep. and DB, all groin and hamstring. Every single one of them. Yep. Um, you can't run very fast without pulling a hamstring if you're not in top top notch shape. So look at all the receivers out this week. Hopefully, uh, Green Bay hasn't lost him for the week, but looks like it. So you got all these guys with the hamstrings and groins, and then you look at the linemen, D linemen, especially D linemen. You got shoulder injuries for taking on the pooler, taking on the fullback. You got you're not they're not strong enough because they haven't had it and they didn't have preseason games and they didn't have any. You know you can't get not you cannot get in shape in four weeks. I'm just telling you, nope. and, and not in that, nope. not at the professional level. Me and you can go out and fuck around and play flag football, but we're not going to go play, uh, you know, tackle Cam Newton all day and not get hurt. So it's just fucked up, man. I, I, I'm surprised, like you said, 36 injuries. You know, all the running backs, MCLs. I mean, that's because they jump cut, they accelerate, deaccelerate. Like it's, it's, it's all common, and people are shocked. And I'm like, dude, this is what it is, and. That's why I was pissed off about some of them playing. I'm like, dude, I would, you know, I knew New England was going to be fucked. They had the most opt-outs, 12. So, um, for what Belichick does with with less is just amazing. And and I think he's still going to give people fits this year. But um, there's an interesting week, man. Uh, A couple games pop out at me, and I just wanted your take on a few of them before. Don't even give your your, your, your pick yet. But the Rams at the Bills, to me, is interesting. I think the Rams are much improved on defense, obviously. I think Goff is hopefully understanding McVay a little better. Um, they're running the football more than they did in the first two games last year by tenfold, which helps him. Um, you got Seattle at, at Green. I mean, you got Dallas at Seattle, um, which I find interesting because Seattle has been notorious for struggling after a big win. And then you got, um, of course, you got. Green Bay at New Orleans, and you got the KC Baltimore game on Monday night, which which is you know a pick'em game in my opinion. So I don't know. You got are those interesting games to you too, or you got some ones that top that? Yeah, the Rams. You know, the Rams last week in the early Eastern time zone had one and covered six in a row. Mm-hmm. Now make it seven in a row by taking care of Philadelphia. Um, ideally Dallas, Seattle, Dallas has not done very well in the favorites role, but you make them an underdog six and one, their last seven as a regular season underdog. So you give Dallas points. They, they, they play very well as a favorite. They, they don't necessarily, they can win, but don't cover, um, Green Bay, New Orleans. Um, I think there's a, a, a hidden deeper narrative there. Going back to Malcolm Jenkins and Drew Brees, oh, and what went on there? <laughs> um, I'm glad I, you said I literally, it. yep, I literally feel that when they had home field advantage and the yellow brick road was paved for them to go to the Super Bowl, and they lose to Minnesota and Kirk Cousins in a game they had no right losing, I just think that that window for them is shut closed. 
and it's hard to accept mm-hmm. that the Sean Payton era is over for the Saints. You only have a certain window in which to do great things. Yep. Drew Brees looked very, very old. 166 week one against Tampa Bay last week looked good for three drives, but in the second half couldn't really couldn't really convert. Not throwing downfield without Michael Thomas. And then you look at Green Bay. The, the the one thing you can't give Aaron Rodgers, the one thing you can't give this man is a running game. Mm-hmm. If you give that man a running game and you get him in play action, he is going to own you for the rest of your natural born life. And so now all of a sudden Aaron he Jones. has the number one rusher in the NFL mm-hmm. and you now have to stop the run, which means you have to commit an extra guy to the, to the box. Your linebackers now got to come up a couple of steps. And what does that do? It's his strength middle of the field and he listen to put a back to back forty point game. Yep. Um I think the Saints could be in a little bit of trouble. I, I listen, I'm gonna make a bold statement right now. I think the Saints before this season is done are going to implode on an epic level and all hell is gonna break the break loose in the body. That's my personal feeling. Hey, I've already I've already said it. Uh a good good friend of mine's a player personnel guy there. I've already said it. Um and it's deeper. I got former player. I got players that played for Raiders the other night, and they were. We were talking. I won't say names because I told them I wouldn't. But they're calling Breeze a bitch, a racist bitch. And this is not. This is the opponents. When do his teammates start saying the same shit from the Malcolm Jenkins and the issue they had in March and April? When does that happen? Like you say, and when does it implode? Because I don't think he looks much different than last year physically. I think he's chasing – I think he's running from a fucking ghost every night, not only his opponents, but he's got a mass amount of pressure on his shoulders for performance. And if he knows if he don't, the Malcolm Jenkins of the world and the rest of that team's going to say, hey, motherfucker. And you got rid of Teddy Bridgewater. So ah, I, I, I see where you're going. I, I do agree, and I think it's a uh, implosion waiting to happen, man. So uh, it's fucked up. Man. I said – I said that as soon as that situation broke, I said they needed to get rid of Malcolm Jenkins. Mm. I said they needed to get, if you leave him in the locker room, it's going to be a divided team. And in the NFL, you can't have division. Division will break a team apart. And I think this team is breaking apart. Listen, they weren't as good as Tampa Bay to make. Look, Tom Brady just had a terrible game. Bruce Arians called yeah. him out and said, yeah. you know, they didn't, do any, they didn't do anything we didn't expect them to do. And I, quite frankly, expect Tom to play better. And uh, Tom played a little bit better last week. Tampa Bay got the win in the cover against Carolina. But um, we'll watch that from afar. But both you and I predicting, and rightly so, that there's going to be an implosion in New Orleans and it's going to be a long season for this. It kind of reminds me of when Minnesota and Brett Favre had the Saints beat Mm -hmm. NFC Championship game, Parker ran for the first down, kicked the winning field goal. They would have went to the Super Bowl and knocked off the Colts and, and Peyton Manning. And 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 Barr was going to retire, and Jared Allen and the boys went to his house and said, "Listen, come back. We got everybody back. Let's go one more shot at it." And they talked him out of retirement, and Barr came back, and everything went wrong. They went four and twelve with essentially the same team, injuries, everything, and they never got it going. Mm-hmm. I just feel this late in Breeze's career. Last year was their shot. I just feel like they're just they're not going to get it going. And it's going to be a long year. They're going to be, the Saints are going to be the Vikings of that year when Farr came back for one more year. Listen, Bree should have retired. Yeah. He should have retired. He was thinking about retiring. Yeah. And now he came back and all this and racist and racism and this and that. Yeah. And he's trying to lead this team. 
Um, and I, listen, Drew's a great guy. He's had a great career, Hall of Fame career, but it's going to get ugly. Yep, yep. And uh, it's always better to go out on top. It's just, it's just a hard thing to let go of. But, yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? Going on your Green Bay pick, before we pick them, you know, the Green Bay deal, I think that the young head coach, man, has done a great job because Green Bay's lack of wide receivers, uh, or, or let me say elite wide receivers, the running game has sucked those backers up to allow him to get those guys, those, those guys the ball. It's a, it's a double-edged sword, though, man. They got one receiver, Devontae Adams. That's the real deal, and I just hope they don't stress his ass out like he is right now with his hamstring and, and target him 28 times in two games, which they have. And I know he's, what does he have, like, what, fucking 18 catches already or whatever? Um, but, uh, you know, hopefully they can figure out how to get a tight end involved or something to save Devontae Adams a little bit because Aaron Jones eventually, you know, in the NFL running backs last two years, you don't want him to take a, a huge pounding either. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see, man. Uh, interesting week. Uh, let's just go from the top. Uh, I don't know who you had last night. Obviously, it's, it's, it's it don't matter. But um, I, I fucking picked Jacksonville with the points and got torched. Um, well, I had, I had Miami. Um, you don't go – you're not the Jags in a seven-point underdog week one against the Colts. And then you're a seven-point underdog week two at Tennessee. And you, you win the Colts game, and you're competitive against the Titans. And all of a sudden, two touchdown underdogs come back home, and Vegas overreacts and makes them a three-point favorite. It, yeah, it, it was a trap. Yeah. It was an absolute trap. Yeah. I was on Miami points. They got the game outright winner. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're got all that momentum going into the weekend. Good point. That's why so many people hit me up this week about your website and stuff. So hopefully you got some action there. Uh, uh, Chicago at Atlanta. Two and a half, plus two and a half, Chicago. Yeah, I, I try to stay away from any game involving Mitchell Trubisky. I've said <laughs> this. At the, I've said this at the beginning of the year, and I'll say it again. Um, I'm going to play every Chicago, every Atlanta Falcons game over the posted total because that offense is legit. They have no defense. They've gone over the posted total um, in both games this year. I'm going to ride over high scoring game Chicago Atlanta. Okay, uh, here we go. Your two and a half favorite Rams over Buffalo or at Buffalo. Sorry, I'm gonna ride that uh, that Eastern Time Zone. Six straight covers, six straight wins and covers in the Eastern Time Zone. I'm gonna ride them plus two and a half. Buy it up to plus three. Always, always get that field goal on the road. Uh, I'm gonna take the Rams, who, by the way, have covered ten of their last twelve on the road overall anywhere in the continental United States of America. The Rams. Yes. Oh shit! Solid, no doubt. I'm picking the Rams. Um, Washington, no name at Cleveland. Minus uh, Cleveland's minus six and a half. Minus six and a half. Baker Mayfield cleaning the stadium. Washington <laughs> still trying to recover from Arizona. I think Washington can help him clean the stadium too and put those little knapsacks off the seats because the rain is coming with the guy. Let's pass and talk about another game. Tennessee at Minnesota. Minnesota plus one and a half. Um. I'll tell you this. I, I get the feeling that Tennessee is a bit overrated. Mm-hmm. They struggled on the road at Denver. Mm-hmm. They came back and struggled um, against Jacksonville. And now all of a sudden you're making them a road favorite. As bad as Minnesota has been, I think Cook gets it going. They're a home dog now. And I would lean towards Minnesota plus the points. I also would play over the post a total of 49. Okay. Over 49. Okay, here's an interesting one, too. 
Vegas at New England. New England minus six and a half. One o'clock game. It's a 10 o'clock West Coast, so another issue like the Rams. Um, do you even touch that? Everybody, everybody tells me, listen, I've done this for 30 years, and there's this, this ongoing trend that everybody has that, that – all sharp money gamblers have gone by for years. And that's when you have a home team on Monday night that wins the game outright as an underdog. They're going to fall flat the very next week. It's like a over 70% winner for years. Go again Monday night, especially if they're an underdog that wins outright, which the Raiders are. Now I get all, but I'm sorry, man. I like what I'm seeing from Derek Carr. I like what I'm seeing from that offense. I like the short passing game. I love the way the offensive line is playing. I am absolutely in love with this boy Jacobs, who just yeah. who plants and goes, and and they are they, they look good. They and do. I do not see the Patriots blowing this team out. Now, when you go on the road in the NFL, if you can do one thing, you will not get blown out. And that's run the football. The mm-hmm. Raiders have shown you the first two weeks that they can run the football. And I think this game goes right down to the wire. I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders plus the six. Okay. Um, I'll think about that one. All right. Frisco at the Giants. Giants plus four and a half. Uh, Frisco starting yeah, a new QB. QB. Yeah, new QB. Big time injuries on both sides of the game. No value. Don't know who's playing. Let's um, yeah, let's leave it alone. I'll just tell you that the G-men have not covered Last seven home games, Giants are only seven against the spread. So that, that number right there would tell you that you just keep going against the Giants at home. But uh, yeah. with the injuries to both the Giants and, and Frisco, Barkley being out, just uh, no value there. Yeah, fuck. Frisco's D-line's depleted, and then without Barkley, though, it's even so. It's like, fuck. Um, Cincy, Cincy at Philly. Uh, two interesting deals. Philly's minus six and a half. Yeah, this is this – is uh if Philly's going to get right, this is probably the game they're going to get right. Owen yeah. two let one get away last week. Burrow's on the road. Jim Schwartz coach defense will probably bring a lot of House. different blitz packages mm-hmm. he has not seen. I think Burrow's has looked good so far, but I think this is going to be an education for him. Um, I was lucky to get the win with Cincinnati plus the points. Got the back door uh, from Joe. But I think if, if Philadelphia is to win a game and quiet their critics, it's this game here. It's not a game I love, but if I played it, I would I would lay the points with Philadelphia. Okay, touchdown favorite, huh? Um, Houston at Pitt, minus five and a half Pitt. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be bold here. Before you answer Houston this, before you answer this, what's your take on A B going there? That's a that's a rumor. Um, a couple of buddies of mine that play have said it's been in discussion. So Houston Texans, my corner starts for them. Number thirty two, Lonnie Johnson. Uh, Houston at Pitt. Houston is discussions with trying to bring AB in. Deion Sanders has been advocating for it. Um, it's a whole other story. But um, you know, again, addition by subtraction in the football world, in my opinion. But one bad apple ruins a whole batch. But you know, Deshaun has no fucking outside weapons. So. In the professional business, it makes sense. I don't know what your thought is, but would that affect some things down the line if they did grab him next week? I mean, it's not going to matter if they lose this game on Sunday. No doubt. Because at 0-3, their season's over. 
I um, am not impressed with the Steelers' defense. Jeff Driscoll got it going against them yep. in the second half, yep. and I'm like, who's Pittsburgh played? Yep. They played the Giants, and they played Denver. Yep. This is a Houston team that's going in there, and they are playing for their season, their playoff life. It's a playoff team last year. Um, sorry. I'm going to take Houston plus four, and I'm going to call for Houston to win the game outright and save their season. Wow. Okay. Um, it's a five minus five and a half. So we're plus five and a half in that one. Yep. Uh, Jets at Indy. Shit. Jets plus nine, nine and a half. Plus nine and a half. Yeah. I don't even want to say his name because he's cost me more money than any human being in the NFL. When he was going to retire, I was going to I was going to go out to his house in San Diego and PR. celebrate and put up songs <laughs> on his lawn and, and say good riddance with you and your 15, 16 kids that he's got. I think it's currently eight or nine. He gives a fuck. I don't care. Philip Crimea Rivers. Fuck that piece of shit. No cash playing shot put motherfucker. Next game. Uh, Carolina at the Chargers. And I, I told people this. I got a couple buddies coaching there. I told a few people the Chargers are a team to watch. Their defense, in my opinion, knowing football, is a top three defense in the NFL. And I'm just telling you, I, I, I like what they're doing. I think if the QB stays, they got a shock treatment at rookie. But he is a rookie in this league. They don't last long. So uh, they could play exciting ball the next few weeks before we realist, reality hits in again. But their defense, I think, will keep them in a lot of games. And their Carolina's plus six and a half. Uh, I don't know. I think, this is, I think this game gets ugly. I think this game gets ugly. I think the Chargers just you know i think they blow this team out really you got yeah you got a carolina team that is so bad one eight and one against the spread their last 10 games they've covered one of their last 10 games with a push mccaffrey banged up um i i think if there's a blowout on the card it should be the chargers but other than philip rivers the second quarterback that's cost me a tremendous amount of money, TT Tyrod really? Taylor, going back going back to his days. Well, it goes back to Virginia yeah. Tech, where no he cost, doubt. Me about, no doubt. cost me a few dollars. Cost me a few dollars. He cost me a few dollars. Him and him and Frank Beeman cost me a few dollars. And let's just keep that on oh, the yeah. But yeah, so Special let's just team. leave that game alone. Okay. All right. Next, Tampa at Denver, plus five and a half. Denver's plus five and a half. Yeah, Bruce Arians six and eleven against the spread since coming to the Bucks. Not making anybody any money. Big home dog here, as we saw Gostkowski struggle in Denver. Tom Brady has not played his best football there either. I think Denver plus the six keeps it close, and uh, Tampa gets out of there by winning for a field goal. Tampa, uh, Denver plus point. Wow, Detroit at Arizona. Arizona minus five and a half. Um, Matt Patricia uh-huh. going to get five going to open up a Wendy's so we can just eat food coma every single day and get that free Wendy's food. Although I think it should be KFC, which is the best fast food restaurant. It's my go-to. On my deathbed, if I could have one fast food meal before I die, I'm going to hang with Colonel. Really? Especially the new fries he's got. Yeah, when he's got those new fries, you need to check them out. I had them the other day. He, uh, the Colonel, Me and the Colonel, we're going to chill before I go to heaven. So um, I, I'm going I'm to roll with uh, – I'm going I'm to roll with uh, – 
I'm going to roll with Arizona, who is on a tear. Blowout, went at Frisco, came back home and handled their business. Um, Kylan Murray, Hopkins, Fitzgerald, the real deal. Uh, I'm going to lay it with Arizona. Okay. Dallas at Seattle. Seattle minus four and a half. I said it. I said it. I said go against Dallas as a favorite. Take them as an underdog. Pete Carroll, just two and seven against the spread his last nine um, as a Seattle home chalk favorite. No fans uh, or whatever few fans are allowing. Give me Dallas plus the five. Wow. Uh, Green Bay at New Orleans plus three and a half Green Bay. Would not surprise me at all if Green Bay goes in there and wins the game by double digits. We've talked about it. Yeah. You're going to light them up. This is the game, though. This is the game. I, I, I pro- You probably agree. This is the game. If New Orleans gets blown out, they're done. And if they can win, they have a shot at trying to resurrect their season. But I believe this is the game that's going to give their uh, season uh, their, their fortune. Uh, Let me tell you cookie. something, man. After this game on Sunday, New Orleans is going to be out of there like a fat girl in dodgeball, cuz. So, Green Bay, plus three. KC at Baltimore. Baltimore minus two and a half. Uh... Andy Reid, nine and two as an underdog since 2017. But the Ravens have won 14 straight regular season games going back to last year, and they've covered 11 of their last 12. Something has to give. I will tell you this. The last three meetings between these two have gone over the posted total. I'm not saying this Monday night game is going to be like that Rams-Chiefs matchup that was 51-48, yeah. one of the most entertaining games we've ever seen. Yeah. But they are going to score some points. I think Baltimore gets up early. I think Chiefs make a huge comeback, and this game goes over the posted total of 54. Let's play over on Monday night. Gotcha. Um all right, so you're going over four, 54 points. I picked uh, 50 points. I'm in a little pool with my buddy, so I'm going 50 on that night. Uh, I think both defenses are improved, actually. Kansas City's and uh, I just, like you said, sometimes offenses, uh, you know, they, uh, they're they just better. They're just defense. better. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, real quick, uh, just give me a few of these. K-State at Oklahoma, 9 a.m. game. They are going to play, apparently. Yeah, tough one. K-State's been a been a pretty good underdog. Revenge spot for the Sooners. That was their only Big 12 loss and had to K-State last year. 0-2 in revenge spots the past two years. But Lincoln Riley also 11-17-1 versus last, uh, last one against the spread. But the home team has covered the last four in this series. I respect Kleeman as a coach. He's a good underdog coach. I'm going to take K-State plus 28. Wow. Um, Florida at Ole Miss. Tough one here, Lane Kiffin. Don't know which quarterback he's going to start. Says he's going to play both. I was hoping for a little more from you, Lane. You're not giving it to me. we got to basically stay away from that one until we find out which, who, who's our quarterback. Okay. Kentucky at Auburn. Yeah, this Kentucky team's legit. Closed out the season last year, winning four in a row straight up and against the spread. 17 starters back. Filthy in the D-line and the O-line. Whole O-line's back. Uh, quarterback Wilson is back. Um, this Kentucky team is going to scare some folks. I'm going to take Kentucky plus points. Got a few kids there, uh, both of those teams. Okay, uh, UCF. Uh, no, we're not worried about that one. Um, I know you like Louisiana. Um, they're number 19. They got Georgia Southern. Louisville Pitt. After a blowout Satterfield. 
Yeah, Satterfield is eight and zero straight up and against the spread, coming off a double digit loss. Hmm. Eight and zero straight up and he's never lost at Appalachian State and Louisville. He has never lost a game in his head coaching career coming off a double digit loss. Give me Louisville plus points. Okay, um, Mississippi State, Mike Leach debut uh, at LSU. Without Jamar yeah, Chase, gotta, without Jamar Chase, doesn't matter. But absolutely, and you got a Mississippi State quarterback coming over from Stanford who can sling it. Yep. I'm telling you right now, Mike Mike gonna have some fun. You gonna have some fun here, letting it fly. And I think with LSU and and, and everything they lost, um, I think this game gonna be a little closer than people think. I'm gonna take Mississippi State plus point. Mm. Number eight, Texas at Texas Tech. Although I'm not in love with the 17 number, if I played it, I would have to lay it with, with, with Texas. But definitely not a game I like simply because Texas Tech hasn't played a game this year. So I'd like to see them first before I before I judge yeah. what kind of season I think they're going to have. Gotcha. Army Cincinnati, 22 and number 14. Um, I'm going to take Army. I like what I've seen from them the first two weeks. And, and this early in the season when you didn't have a lot of spring practices, and you got to get ready for that triple option. Uh, Army's legit, man. They're not missing a beat. And, and they have blown out two opponents, and they have blown them out big time. Yeah. I think Cincinnati wins, but I think Luke Fickle's going to have his hands full. And by the way, Luke Fickle, just 11-11 and 11 against the spread mm-hmm. since coming to Cincinnati. Uh, that ain't making anybody any money. Go ahead and give me Army plus the points. Um, you want to talk West Virginia at Oklahoma State or no? Yeah, I'm a I'm a roll with West Virginia. I like what I'm seeing from them. Okay. Um, not impressed with Van Gundy. Me uh, Actually, Gundy um, last week against Tulsa. I know Tulsa's improved, but to struggle with them at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna roll the dice with West Virginia plus the points. Okay, I got two major players in this game. Uh, starting D in for Georgia. Starting running back at Arkansas, Raheem Boyd against Jermaine Johnson. Two of my big time recruits at Independence. Uh, Number four, Georgia at Arkansas. Georgia don't have their starting queue, obviously, who opted out. Uh, Arkansas will be much improved. I know that staff, um, but I still just don't think they have enough yet. But uh, you want to pick that game or no? I just, uh, again, Kirby said he don't know who his starting quarterback is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says he's going to play both. Yeah, so I, I, it's hard and, uh, for me to, yeah. Yeah, so it's hard for me to, to gauge – I mean, it's a 28-point road favorite. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that Kirby Smart's covered his last seven regular season games away from Anthems, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if Arkansas covers this number based on asking Georgia to come out of the box here, yeah. winning a game by 28 on the road. I just don't see it. Okay. Alabama at Missouri. Sneak into Nick Saban's room in the morning. When he wakes up, just say, hey, Nick, just let me know. How many are you going to win by? Because Nick can win by as many as he wants. Nick wants to win by 40. Nick going win by 40. Nick wants to win by 21. He's going to win by 21. You just you, you either play Alabama or stay away just because that's kind of the way. If, if the alumni go to Nick and say, Nick, we need 50. Well, Nick going to get you 50. But if the alumni really doesn't care about the game, then Nick ain't going to care about it. He just wants to get a win and make sure everybody's healthy. So. I tend to say if you play Alabama games, play Alabama or stay away. Got you. Uh, Florida State, Miami. 
Yeah, you know, you're my, you're Florida State. You got the new coach, the alumni happy. You got rah rah. You're like, yeah, we here. We got the right coach. Willie Tackett's gone. Yeah, baby, we're back. We're yeah, back. Right. You start up the season. You're twelve. You're a twelve and a half point home favorite against Georgia Tech. You're gonna mop the door with them and then roll in, and you're good to go. Yeah, baby, we're back. We're back. Then you lose outright to Georgia Tech as a twelve and a half point home favorite. <laughs> Your head coach gets COVID virus, and now all hell breaks loose. That's like you met the hottest stripper in the world at a strip bar. You took her home and she had a dick. That's basically where Florida State is right now. So you either play oh, the U shit. or you stay away because the U is back. Big win over UAB. Big win over Louisville. Um, I will either play Miami or stay away. Okay. You want to fuck with Tennessee, South Carolina? Tennessee's improved. Well, yeah, all I'll tell you listeners is the underdog between those two has covered eight straight games. Hmm. The dog in that series has covered eight in a row. So just based on that number, you got to play South Carolina plus three and a half. Okay. Uh, and the last two are NC State at Virginia Tech, who hasn't played, and then you got Troy at BYU. So, I, like I said, I think BYU runs the table this year with their new schedule and, uh, and their 29-year-old uh, roster. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think uh, – they're going to lose. But uh, Lakers uh, tomorrow night, Lakers-Denver to close out game. Do you like anyone? I will take Denver plus the points. They covered last night, getting six and a half, other than game one where Jokic and Murray got in foul trouble. Nuggets yeah. uh, should have won game two, won game three, kind of let it get away down the stretch when you know Lakers went to the free throw line 48 times in the fourth quarter. And uh, I think Denver just stays right there toe-to-toe with them in the uh, – and, and this one, so give me give me Denver plus six and a half. Resilient bunch, man. Um, yep. Boston Heat tonight. It's over. Do you think so? It's over. You pick. You did pick Miami. Yeah, I, picked, I picked Boston, so I, I I'm hoping. I, I mean, think about this. Yeah. You you are Boston. Right. You are. You win game three, down two one. You take the four for game four. You know it's a must win. You know you've got to get 2-2. You know you can't go down 3-1 to this team because you know in places you don't talk about at parties. We know as athletes and as a team, there is no way in hell we're going to beat this team three in a row. You know it. I know it. They can sit in the locker room and talk all that bullshit and go back to their hotel room in the bubble and sit around and do what they do. But you know as athletes, there is no way in hell the Boston Celtics believe that they will be able to beat the Miami Heat three times. It's just the he have too much depth, too many scores. They needed to win game four. They didn't. So if you can't win game four, you're sure as hell, in my opinion, they ain't winning game five. So I took Miami plus the points. Miami plus the points. Gotcha. Hey, I'm, I picked Boston. I got to stick with them. I can't be a hypocrite. So, you know, Boston's had two 20-point leads and lost. I mean, Miami's biggest lead is 12. I mean, I think Boston has the bigger upside. I just don't think they're playing well in the fourth quarter. I mean, that's just what it is. On the defensive end, too, uh, which is surprising. So, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's just what it is. And uh, great series, even though it's 3-1, it, you know, could it be either way. But uh, like you said, I, I, I got to pick Boston Lakers in the finals because I did in the beginning. But, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I know you did. Listen, just uh, it's okay to leave your, your credit card in the champagne room. Desiree <laughs> will get it back to you. Who's Sorry our Who's our game this week for the for our wine game? Who you want? I don't know. Just just you tell me who you like, 
and then I'll in the NFL, and then you tell. Let me go against you because uh, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll try to. I'm gonna go. Fuck, this is a shit show. You're taking Dallas. You want the Dallas Seattle game, or you want the Vegas New uh, New England game? Take you take Seattle. I got Dallas. So I go back with your Seattle. All All right, right. there you go. Gotcha. You're up one zero. Yep. All right. Put it on the board. Yep. All right. Put it on the board. Hey, brother. Be safe. Appreciate you. Hey. See you next Friday. All right, brother. Got it, bud. Peace. Brandon Lang, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. Um, hey, man, he's he's legit. He knows his shit. So uh, it is what it is. Um, who's asking me if Trump is good for the NFL? What kind of fucking question is that? Yeah, Trump's done so much for the NFL. What the fuck you mean has he done? What has he done for the NFL? Fucking let me be quiet. All right, so. Um, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. Before I get into it, uh, 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing that you can control, and that's shaving your balls. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Just like Brandon said about his wife, hey, got to go down there and shave it up. Um, in fact, listeners of this show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SLAPDICK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use my promo code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shave that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. Um, I think Raheem's going to go for 100 this week. I think Jermaine's going to ball out. Um and uh, see what's going on. I like I like Coach Gruden. I'm answering my YouTube uh, questions. I like Trump. I like uh, Gruden. I like, uh, you know, I think Jermaine and uh, Rakeem, two of my former players, are going at it this weekend, Georgia, Arkansas. Um, so uh, interesting for me to watch that. Two great kids. Um, and I'll get into that in the show. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um Brandon Lang, great, great job. Um, BrandonLang.com. Go check it out, and you'll uh, you'll you'll love his uh, website, man. He's uh, he's pretty fucking spot on with everything. So we got a wine game. I beat his ass last week. So hey, is what it is. So we'll 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 see what happens. Um, Lakers won last night, catching everybody up. Obviously, they're up three one. Hopefully, they wrap it up tomorrow. Um, Denver just don't go away, man. It's like the little pesty brother um, that wants to come in your room at night and the older brother just keeps slapping him around. That's kind of how the Lakers are playing this series. I think they've, they're just clearly better. They're, biz- they're bigger and, and more physical uh, when they play Dwight and his energy, that is. But, fuck, Vogel's lineup is really fucking with me and my DraftKings picks, let me tell you. But uh, I won a little 30 bucks last night. But... You know, he's just so it's so hard to pick DraftKings with Vogel's lineups, man. Uh Miami Boston tonight. I got Boston. Um I just think they'll come out lights out, hopefully. I think it's still going 7. I still picking them even though I'm discouraged on what I'm seeing even though the games are close. But Boston is the team that can win by 30. Um and Miami can't. So, that's just my opinion. So, that's just what it is. Um 
Dion, just so let's, we're clear here, Dion Sanders is is endorsing Antonio Brown and saying that you know people can trust him. All right, so I want to get into that shit. I wonder if the NFL owners can trust him, Dion. You need to understand something, Dion. Now you will have your share of fucking Antonio Browns at Jackson State. Just so we're clear. And you better stop saying shit like this if you want these kids to buy in and be set straight when you get them. Because social media and what you say on TV is your permanent resume for life. Trust me, take it from me. And I know I say dumb shit, um, but I'm in this stage where I'm more on the entertainment side of things than the coaching side. So if I ever were to coach again, then I would, st- I would slow down on the entertainment side and not say those things. But you're a head coach at a university now, and I'm just telling you, Kids pull that shit up and say, well, if he did, you know, why can't I do? Trust me, you are Coach Sanders now, not the big homie, bro. That's my advice. A.B. made his own bed, man. He's made his own decision. He's a fucking shitbird. Let's just be real. There's no fixing it. He's too old to fix. He's too old to try to fix it. Let's create a better A.B. at Jackson State and make him even better on and off the fucking field. How about that shit? I'm just giving you a little advice as a as a first year college head coach, uh, big dog. You don't have to take it, of course. You're Deion Sanders. I'm just telling you. What do I know? Pac-12 votes to play seven games starting November 6th. This is the crazy part about this shit. They deliberated for about ten minutes, from what I hear. A couple friends of mine. So you know that health and bullshit is out the fucking window, and that wealth and bullshit is in the window. It's all bullshit, man. I'm glad my kids get to play. Uh, Calvin Jackson, Chad Davis, Washington State. Um, you got fucking Coy Dang at Cal. I got some players in the Pac-12. I would love to see them play. Uh, you know, like I said, I got I got Jermaine and Rakeem going at this week. I got a couple kids at Kentucky. I got guys all over the country, 80 of them. But what I'm saying is I hope they don't start and stop because that's the shit that's disheartening. And I hope they stay healthy and I hope they get through the season. So I just hope that's the issue. You know, Notre Dame, Tulsa, Arkansas State, Houston won't play this week, and they still haven't played. Houston's yet to play. So what the fuck is going on? So, you know, it's just one of those deals. Um, And there's due to three, five, seven COVID positives. So this is the dumb shit that I don't like. So just like the head coaches having to wear masks in the NFL – uh, but everybody else can be exposed and expose others. You know, it's an oxymoron, man. But anyways, Georgia plays Arkansas, like I said. Jermaine Johnson and Raheem Boyd. Two players dear to my heart. Did a lot of recruiting to sell them. Hopefully they are better for it. And look forward to seeing them go at it like they did in practice every day for me. Should be an interesting game. I expect Arkansas to be much improved. Georgia is down on the QB. And I think the field is much more even due to COVID. Um Fuck. Due to COVID and those things, I think that the playing field is just a lot more even this year. So I'm going to roll. I think Arkansas covers the 28. But, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, Like I said, I'm glad that Calvin Jackson, Chad Davis, uh, Coy Dang, all those guys get to play. It's 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 a draft year for two of them players. So... We'll see what happens. Um, the Brianna Taylor situation, man, and and, and uh, 
you know, the whole this is similar to the Pac-12 playing. Like, like I think, I, like I said, I think the field's been evened out not only because of the talent of opt-outs and draft and going to the draft, but also I think that the COVID all the injustices, all the shit, the Black Lives Matter injustice, all the worries contracting COVID in the dorm, et cetera, et cetera. I'm happy they get to play and all that. I just think it's much more even with all the shit off the field that these people, kids, professionals, like LeBron said last night, all these different folks are are having to deal with. So it's a fucked up deal. Now, Breonna Taylor's whole deal, as everybody heard um, the other day, you know, there's no fucking arrest, not even as much as a warning, I don't think, for those guys. Um, Charles Barkley comments on TNT. I love Charles Barkley, man, but he looked like a fool in, in his beliefs or his beliefs, so it is what it is. I'm not going to ever judge him for that. But for a brother to come out and say that to me was insensitive, in my opinion, during the times we are in, and probably not what Shaq or Kenny Smith, who walked off the fucking set on TNT, would have wanted to hear from Chuck uh, his platform allows shit like Kenny walking off and making a statement. And for him to say her boyfriend shot at the police or whatever isn't the point uh, of this thing, man. The police are being basically let off without as much as a warning. I mean, fuck, man. Y- y'all been fucked for 400 years. These these fucks should have got what they deserved. It's a knock. First warrant state. So just so we're clear, um, you got to knock even if you serve a warrant. None of that shit happened. Laws in Kentucky uh, have a lot of other things, too, and, and it shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't have happened is my point. So just uh, further proof how fucked up our nation is, man, and how divided we are. So that's all the politics I got today, man. Uh, like I said, Lakers last night did enough just to get by. It feels like the big brother. Um, I, I think that the Denver is the greatest bubble story, obviously, that's going out there. Um, so... You know, I I don't know how that works. Um, we'll see. But, um, you know, they got a fucking, they got a relentless crew over there, man. It's just got a bunch of grit and guts. But sometimes you just don't have enough, man. Um, sometimes the determination of the Nuggets just fall to bigger, better players. And sometimes there's nothing more or less than that so hey it's a great bubble story but i think it ends tomorrow lakers will win in five and uh we'll see what happens so who knows man um i don't know what's going on i think the boston still goes seven i still pick boston based on the fact that i picked them so obviously all games have been close boston has been up 20 twice and lost he'd have never been up more than 12 in the series I honestly think Boston's the better team, but not playing great in the fourth quarter, which is losing them the games, and especially on the defensive end. So they sure it up tonight and get it three to two, and I still see it going seven. Uh, Denver's done it twice, so why not another team do it once? So we'll see. Um, we'll go see what happens. Dodgers clinch the West. They should win it all. Dodgers, Lakers, same fucked up year. Uh, why not? Must mean we're about to have some fucking huge earthquake or something out in California, man. Because, uh, you know, the Lakers and the Dodgers win. Shit. Two L.A. teams. We had one year. We had the, I think we had the, the Lakers-Kings win it one year. Uh, hockey. I'm not sure. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
apparently we got. I'm glad my boy is muting people. I, I, apparently we got fuck sticks on YouTube. That's a shocker. It's probably the same guys. They just make up uh, names. That's what they do. They're they're fat fucks that are keyboard cowards, and they'll never talk to uh, Shane. You know any of these cats in here in, in in their face, so they'll just talk shit on a keyboard. I know they won't talk to me with their bitch asses, but that's just what it is. So you got to get used to it, man. I, I got to deal with it every day. It's funny, dog. Cause it makes my dick hard that uh that cats jock me who don't ever know me. That's just crazy to me. Um. Will you ever do an AMA on Reddit? I don't know what that is, D-Cowboys. You got to hit me to some game on that. I don't know what that means. Um, so, I don't know. Shane, what up? Fitz Magic. I don't know who you are. What the fuck are you talking about? People too soft now. You can't have an opinion. It ain't, it ain't even about it, but you can have an opinion. I have an opinion every day. But you say ignorant ass shit on my show, I'm going to mute you off. Quit being a little mark-ass bitch. And stop saying stupid shit with your partner. You're probably the same dude as Q. Come on now. You just made up names. That's some bitch ass shit, you dick riding motherfuckers. It blows my mind that you guys ride dicks like this. Anyway, I don't give a fuck who you're talking about, homeboy. You guys are all some mark asses. Hey, man. Shane, you guys, I appreciate you being in the show. Um... And, you know, if I wasn't talking to you, Fitz, then so be it. If you weren't talking, so be it. Um, if you were, fuck it. Desi Vilogos, I don't know who it is, or vlogs, I don't know. But listen, man, all you guys, your members, I'm having a daily vlog. Uh, it'll be on the show. It'll be on the membership part of it. Um, Shane and all you guys, it's almost up and done. It'll be up there this weekend or by, maybe by today. Um, so make sure you subscribe to it. And... Uh, Hey, I appreciate you guys staying loyal, man, and being in the in the game. Um, hey, Fitz Magic, my bad, then, dog. I'm, I'm not. I'm, it's hard to read this shit and do the show, so I apologize to you. That's what grown folks do. Um, but the other dude was a bitch. Um, so, hey, you guys be safe, man. I'll be back on Sunday uh, live. I'll be doing uh, my pillow talk, man. They're having their fucking little segment with their sit down. Um, so um, we'll see what happens and uh, go from there. Uh, much love, Fitzpatrick. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens and go from there. And, uh, and uh, hey, man, great weekend of college and professional football. And hopefully I can win me uh, my pool this Sunday and uh, try to win me a couple uh, thousand dollars. And I'm picking uh, my Boston game tonight. So, hey, we'll see what happens. So. Hey, I appreciate you guys coming in on the show, man, and uh, being loyal, bro, on YouTube. All my YouTube guys, go make sure you follow it. Hey, if you guys like, are you, any Southern California guys living out there in SoCal out here, uh, my cigar, my slapdick cigar is now in a lounge in Costa Mesa at a place called High Times Wine Cellar, okay? Go check it out. Um, High Times Wine Cellar in Costa Mesa, right on the border of Newport Beach. You can go in there, pl plenty of uh, selection, and you'll get my Slapdick Cigar. Um, so check it out. It's obviously cheaper than it is online. Just for one, you can go in there and get a few. If you spend $100 in the store, he gives you a discount too. So go check it out. Uh, ask for Sean Patrick. 
all right, at High Times Wine Cellar in SoCal. If you're out of state and want to buy them from there, you can do that as well. Uh, go on High Times Wine Cellar, uh, net, I believe, and just Google High Times in Costa Mesa and go to their website. And uh, you can also follow Sean S. Patrick on Instagram at Sean S E A N S Patrick. Follow him on Instagram, hit him up, and he runs the lounge and he can set it up to where he ships them to you. So, Frazier, check it out. Check out Sean Patrick. He may ship them to you in the UK. Um, you probably have to pay extra for shipping, of course, but yeah, he can do that, I'm sure. Like I said, at Sean S. Patrick on Instagram, and then he runs the lounge. But the lounge is called High Times Wine Cellar. So go check it out. Um, yes, he will ship to Kentucky, uh, anywhere in the continental U.S. Um, he will ship there. So check it out. We're getting the whiskey. Uh, we're, we're trying to get up the, uh, the whiskey um, to uh, go nationwide as well. I know Kentucky, Arkansas, Oklahoma, there's a few dry states that they don't allow shipping to. So we'll see. We're trying to get it there. Uh, hey, Fitz, ma- Magic, no, ma- no, 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 no love lost, brother. It's all good. Appreciate you. Um, misunderstandings happen. And it is what it is, so I apologize. Hey, uh, make sure you guys stay tuned um, for the show uh, on the YouTube channel coming up. And uh, like I said, become a member today. And, uh, hey, I'll get this podcast out today and uh, check it out and listen to it and uh, go from there. Just my book, Frazier. Got my book and, uh, and uh, you know, doing apparel, CoachJBStore.com and then uh, the real JB. Dot com so you can check out both websites and uh go from there shane all you guys appreciate you um uh, fraser fitzpatrick desi vlogs hey all you guys appreciate you for the real coach jb see you guys sunday and uh we'll go from there stay up stay safe Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance hey, man, for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Codes, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir.